Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's a question for you. Who is your GOAT? You know what I mean. The greatest quarterbacks of all time. Is it Tom Brady? Is it Peyton Manning? Is it Joe Montana? Is it John Elway? Or is it none of these that I've just mentioned? Well, find out who I think is the GOAT. Get my ebook, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, for free right now on ColdSports.com. I said for free, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, on ColdSports.com. So what are you waiting for? Go get it! Welcome to Cole Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide of all things sports, Cole Johnson, is here. And on this particular episode, we're going to deal with Katie clobbering OKC. We're also going to talk about the Knicks that turns and we're going to give you a slight preview a little tease as to my upcoming interview on cold sports conversations but for right now let's get to the headlines Dateline Oklahoma City February 11th this was the date circled on every Oklahoma City citizen and fans calendar unfortunately in the 130 to 114 loss they took kevin durant disappointed them once again with a 34 point performance on 12 of 21 shooting there were chants of coward chants of cupcake and those are the ones i can say actually on air but there were many other chants that were directed toward the former oklahoma city thunder small forward but durant took it in stride and just simply beat them down Now, Durant's expected even more vitriol and more hatred from the fans, and I guess he felt disappointed that he didn't receive it. But there was one moment during a timeout when Russell Westbrook, the point guard extraordinaire for the Thunder, said, I'm coming. And Durant said to him in response, okay, but y'all losing. It's great when you can call scoreboard and say little to nothing else. More on this next week at the All-Star Game drama dateline new york city so the 30 year old salsa dancing wide receiver victor cruz and the 31 year old running back rashad jennings were given the pink slip from the giants organization cruz had this to say about his experience with the giants quote there are so many experiences times and moments that i shared in that building with that team in that jersey those can't be replaced or forgotten I'm happy I have those moments to look back on. Close quote. Jennings also had this to say in his departure from the Giants. Quote, 
It's an honor to play here. Playing for a team that has so much history. A team that falls under the great leadership and high character. In the mecca of everything, the relationships I've built are priceless. The people, the fans, teammates, ownership. I've been blessed to play with the Giants and see that side of the NFL. I have nothing but good things to say. Close quote. Kudos to you guys. That's how you're supposed to do it. Leave with class. Dateline, Los Angeles. So out of the throws of the 25-point comeback in the Super Bowl, Tom Brady's comeback, along with the Patriots, may be documented in a movie. Oscar-dominated writers Paul Tamsay and Eric Johnson are going to team up for a film that focuses on Tom Brady's role in the improbable 25-point comeback in the Super Bowl to their 34-28 victory and their fifth championship. I have a wonderful name for that movie. Guys, imagine how it is. Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, the New England Patriots Patriot Nation, all star in Deflate This! Rated R. Dateline College Park. Well, it looks like the apple didn't fall far from the tree in this case. Jeffrey Sandusky, yes, the son of Jerry Sandusky, was arrested and charged by Pennsylvania State Police and arraigned by a district court in Pennsylvania on 14 counts, including solicitation of statutory sexual assault and solicitation of involuntary deviate sexual intercourse. He was jailed on $200,000 bail. The only thing I can think of with this is that saying of the sins of the father are being visited upon with the son. Wow. Dateline, New York City. Again. Former player Tony Gonzalez, now the NFL and CBS analyst, had plenty to say about the Patriots, some of the Patriots, I should say, boycotting going into the White House when their time comes and visiting President Trump in D.C. This is what Tony had to say about that. Quote, if they don't want to go, that's their right. For me, I think that's silly. If you've got a problem, go there and meet him. Say something. That's your opportunity to get your voice out there. To be heard. Tell him what's on your mind. Maybe he'll listen. Close quote. Now, stepping away from sports, just a wee second here. This was the same argument that R&B singer Chrisette Michelle laid before people, before she sang at the inaugural party before the inauguration day. Now, she wore what she called a basket dress, which had a statement of police brutality on it. And just like with most artistic statements, it flew over everybody's head and everybody still remembers that's the girl that sold out. At least that is what the community that she belongs to looks at her as being. You're dealing in times, Tony, where if people want to have their voice said or done in certain ways, you just have to shrug your shoulders and say, hey, that's what they believe. OK, I may not want to do that, but if they want to do it, more power to them. I'm not going to step on their rights to do it. Simple as that. To call them silly, though, Tony, that was going a bit far and that was wrong of you. Seriously. Just because someone exercises their right to do something doesn't mean it's wrong or silly. Rethink that position. I hope you do, really. Dateline, New Orleans. And just when you think blowing a 25-point lead in the Super Bowl was bad enough for the Falcons, New Orleans decides to jump in and throw salt in the game. In their 
traditional annual Mardi Gras celebration that they have every February, they put on a whole ton of parades. Well, in one parade in a Mardi Gras celebration, there was a specific float built for the Atlanta Falcons. It had the likeness of Julio Jones and Matt Ryan on it. It had the Dirty Bird on it. And it was called the Young and the Ringless. <laughs> VIPs, I tell you this, I kid you not. There are other rivalries in the NFL, and there is the Atlanta Falcons and New Orleans Saints. It's brutal. It's salty. It's petty. Pettiness at its finest with this, and all I could do is laugh at it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just when you think it doesn't get any more petty. When I come back, we're going to put an organization upon further review. But immediately following the break, I have something special that I need you to hear. Come right on back. Sports. I am your host, Cole Johnson. I am so glad that you are here with me. And right now, I want you to hear this special interview that I had a chance to do with the blogger of the Fatherhood Fraternity, Mr. Brad Coleman. And he he said some very enlightening things, including the thought process of a Cowboys fan who actually lives in the Metroplex. I know for many that is an oxymoron because people are so accustomed to having Cowboys fans not live in Dallas, right? <laughs> well, I interviewed a Cowboys fan who actually lives in the Dallas area. So enjoy this and other things that he had to say right now. Which of which of the sports do you follow most between basketball, baseball, and football? You you can't grow up in Texas without being a football fan first, really. That especially especially you know I was when in the early '90s when the Cowboys were winning, it was right in my prime sports knowledge. You know, I, I grew up playing baseball, so I'm a baseball purist. But uh, you just can't avoid the media attention of football, so you just naturally gravitate to football. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Well, I, I came from Houston, so yes, you're exactly right. It, it is hard to be. It's hard to be a guy for sure from Texas mm -hmm. and avoid actually following football. It's just difficult to do. Yes. Right, so, so you said you're a baseball purist. All right. So, what do you think about the the Rangers? In their, how can I say it? Uh, su success getting to the playoffs, but the failure of advancing in the playoffs. What What do you think? Heartbreak. Um, uh, you know, they they were bad for so long that 
um, when they made it to the playoffs, was it 2010 and 2011? It was an absolute thrill. Right. Um, so it was really the first year against the Giants, everybody was just happy to be in the World Series. And then the second year felt like, okay, this it's our turn now. Um, you know, again, against the Cardinals, but, um, you know, it was still, it was a, it was just so much fun and so much buzz around the Rangers that we'd never had that it was a, it was a joy, you know, never mind the fact that Nelson Cruz was playing a little shallow in right field, you know, for <laughs> not that I'm bitter or haven't gotten over that or anything, but no, I don't, no, but, I don't sense bitterness at all here. <laughs> No, 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 not, not at all. But, you know, what's interesting is a little bit of success tends to raise that bar. Now everybody expects them to be good every year, and it's like, I just I just want to enjoy some baseball now. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny you say that. Uh, following the Astros, that's exactly what happened back in 2004, 2005, 2006. Uh, mm-hmm. they, you know, they were, eh, for a long time. <laughs> And then 2004 comes, and they have their seven-game epic uh, NLCS series against the – yeah, this is when the Astros were actually in the National League. Right. <laughs> they had their epic seven-game NLCS uh, series against the Cardinals, and they lost it. And then the following year, they actually beat the Cardinals, only to lose in the World Series to the, the White Sox in 2005. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, the, the city was wanting the Astros to make the World Series every year, and they were grossly disappointed year after year after year, so – I totally understand that, mm-hmm. and and it's it's even worse with the Cowboys here because every year for the Cowboys supposedly it's it's Super Bowl or bust, and you got expectations on on people that sometimes aren't reasonable. And you transitioned exactly to my next question, and so of course <laughs> you're, you 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 sort of understand the Cowboys and what they're about and the expectations, especially of a fan in the city, because I've mm-hmm. so many outside of Dallas who are Cowboys fans and mm-hmm. the expectations they have of them. Uh, well, talk to me a little bit of uh, when you were younger and, and you saw the success of the, of, of the era of the three and the three championships in four years for them and how it has been in the 20 years since as a fan and a fan that lives in Dallas, how, how how has that how did that feel then and how does it feel leading up to now and seeing how good the team is now? Um, they just went through so many years of just despair and mediocrity. I don't. It's almost like the high level expectations even began to subside. Uh, overall, you know, they're the Cowboys, so they're expected to be good. But you look at it on a year to year basis and think uh, they just don't have the pieces in place right now you know now having said that the last couple years they've really started to build you know they started drafting better they started drafting offensive linemen in the first round and they're getting back to um seeming to build a good team Uh, i hope this past year with uh uh zeke and Dak wasn't just an anomaly i hope it's something that they can continue to build on for the next couple of years but every year there's a very high expectation uh, I think just because of who they are and because of the uh, the high bar that they've set over 20-some-odd years now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a follow-up to that one. Now, normally you have a lot of people who 
hate and push back against the Cowboys, not necessarily for the team, mm-hmm. but for the fan base. Yes. As a Cowboys fan, how does that feel when you see pushback from Cowboys haters? Um, from the inside perspective, you know, with the divisional rivals being uh, Philly and New York, it, <clears throat> I wonder if it's equal just from your from different perspectives. Um, but really, I have to put it in perspective by thinking of it's probably similar to the way people see the Yankees in baseball. To somebody that that's your team, it's just amazing to be part of it, and you don't understand the outside hate. The hate just seems to come because you've won, because you've been at the top and the pinnacle for so much, the Yankees being a far exception because of, of their storied history. But um, I, I totally get it. Um, it. It seems like they get more scrutiny, but to be fair, they probably deserve it because they do some pretty bonehead things sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm glad a Cowboys fan can say that. <laughs> now I don't feel so bad. <laughs> every time, well, it's every time you try to defend somebody, and they come out and say something off the wall or ludicrous, you know, sometimes Jerry Jones might tend to do that when you just wish people would just stop talking. They keep digging themselves a deeper hole. <laughs> it becomes difficult to defend after a while. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it is hard, especially when you hear the, the head coach, uh, I mean the owner of the team, speak like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That was Brad Coleman, blogger of The Fatherhood Fraternity. And check out the episode this coming Tuesday. You will definitely not want to miss it. And you can check it out on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, Acast now, and ColeSports.com. When I come back, we're going to put an, an organization long in need upon further review. Are you looking for the quintessential tool to tap within the champion within you? What if I were to tell you I actually have that tool for you? I do have that tool and I can direct you right to it. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The sports edition. Come along with this journey as you get to see one athlete after another model different aspects of what a champion does and what a champion is. And ultimately, you'll find out what a champion really is from his eyes. Cold Sports presents 10 Scriptures That Can Change Your Life, the sports edition. Available on paperback and on Kindle at Amazon.com and ColdSports.com.
coming up on the next episode of Cold Sports, we are going to talk further about the New York Knicks organization. We're going to delve a little bit into the All-Star Weekend and put that under further review. And of course, we're going to deal with other issues that come along the way, such as, oh, a fight that I think people want to happen, but you should know it's not really going to happen. That's for the episode to come. And of course, tune in, tune in later on next week when we have blogger Brad Coleman on the show. Tune in. Those were the episodes to come. Now, for this episode here, we're going to put this organization. It's been needing to happen for at least a decade upon further review. What is wrong with you? If I were to actually get a chance to have the New York Knicks organization in front of me, that is the question I would pose to them. What is wrong with you? Why is it that you have the number one media in all of this country and you take it, its fandom, and the organization all for granted? And when I mean organization, I mean former players and former executives that actually built something a whole lot more in credence than what is presented now and today. I mean, we, we would we would tend to forget that this is the same franchise that had the Willis Reed led team in 1970 that had the magical moment in game seven when Reed himself was injured but hopped back onto the court and that propelled them to their first championship. We would almost forget if it weren't for the fact that he actually does color that you had Walt Frazier known as Clyde be a leader in the 1973 team that won a championship along with Earl of Pearl Monroe and, and others. And if it weren't for Pat Riley and Patrick Ewing and the late Anthony Mason, we would totally forget about the Knicks now because they're still living on that glory, which came just a little bit short 20 plus years ago. And then there's today. Today's New York Knicks that somewhat started when <laughs> when owner James Stolen became the man there. And some of his hires have been very questionable. Amongst them, former player and Hall of Famer Isaiah Thomas. Now, why do I mention him now? I mentioned this because this was the first time James Dolan got onto my radar. Now, many of you remember, some of you, I think, need a refresher course. Go back about 10 years. You remember that sexual assault lawsuit that was tried in Manhattan that it involved Thomas and a former executive that they fired? Yeah, Anuka Brown Sanders. That was the name of the woman who filed the claim. You remember that it cost Dolan and the Knicks organization $11.6 million? Dolan had to come out of the pocket for $3 million of his own. And the rest, the parent company and the Knicks organization, both Dolan owns them, had to pay the rest. You see, that's when the soap opera started. 
at least for the rest of the country. That's where it started. Now, being in New York, I know New Yorkers could probably heighten heighten my senses and have me be hipped up to. Well, there was some other stuff even before that case. And I'm not going to dispute nor disagree with them. But what I am going to do is focus on what has happened as of recent. I won't go too in depth into them because quite honestly, I will definitely go completely in depth on the next episode. But on this one, though, I mean, you just have to deal with the fact that you have an organization with a richy rich type of owner and now a troll of a president. It, it just doesn't make sense to me that you have such a disorganized, disenfranchised franchise. They don't have to put forth a, a competitive team if that's the case. They could just put forth slop sell you on the idea that it's good and then come on down to the world's most famous arena Madison Square Garden you're selling them on the fact that they get a chance to have the experience of being in a good place rather than the experience of backing a team that is absolutely awesome like it used to be in the early to mid 90s like it definitely was in the early to mid 70s like it tried to be in the mid 80s. It's ridiculous that you have such a disconnect. And it is seriously like a soap opera. Because this type of ignorance needs to stop. Now. If you happen to like this episode or any episode that you've heard thus far, regular, interview, or special, why don't you come follow me on Facebook at Cole Sports, that is sports, with a Z. You can also come follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports. Again, that's sports with a Z. Make your voice heard. Make your presence felt. Come on down to the Cole Sports VIP room. It's on Facebook. It's Cole Sports again. It's sports with a Z. It's my Canadian friends, I got you. Sports with a Z. You can also follow me on many social media platforms. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram. More importantly, follow me. That's right, yours truly, on ColdSports.com. That's ColdSports.com. That is ColdSports with a Z dot com. Most importantly, like, share, rate, review, subscribe to your heart's content. No matter where you hear this program, I really do want you to enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson, and this is... You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson. Hello. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.